Well, it's good to be together. Welcome if you're a visitor. We're thrilled that you're here. And actually, Rise and Build is just a couple of days. Each year we do this annually, where we are able to give beyond our normal giving into the Rise and Build offering. And we do that in various ways. People can bring a one-off gift, or they can pledge a certain amount each month. But this is our annual opportunity to be able to invest into everything that Alive wants to do. And we're doing this across all of our locations. And the beauty is this, that we in our day have an opportunity to invest in the kingdom of God where we live, where we are today, and to take responsibility for all the things that need to be done in order that the good news of Jesus gets out into our region. Uh, you will remember from last week, we were talking about the ancient kings of the Old Testament, and often it was like a graph. There would be kings that did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, and when they did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, everything began to rise. But there were others that did evil in the eyes of the Lord, and when they did evil in the eyes of the Lord, that impacted everything to do with the nation. And you will remember that we said there was a, a correlation between vision and keeping, resourcing kingdom things, if you like. In other words, whenever the kings did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, they always looked to the temple, to the property that God had given them, that wonderful building that through the ages was not only a symbol of the presence of God, but actually people could go into the temple and uh, there was the glory of God rested geographically and physically in that area of Jerusalem. It was more than just a building, it was more than just property. And of course, as we move into New Testament thinking, we know that the church is not buildings, the church is people. We really understand that. But when there are periods of vision, people take notice of the buildings that God has given us through the years. I reflect a bit as I stand here today, recognizing the faithfulness of people in this place years ago. I remember distinctly, actually, I did take part in painting this ceiling. This whole building was, it's amazing how we all look up, as though we've never seen a ceiling before. But um, this place, this, this building was filled with scaffolding all the way through the building. And I remember with a number of other faithful souls painting um, the ceiling. Some of you did that. But you know, scaffolding costs a lot of money. Painting this building costs a lot of money. I remember when there was a huge hole in the side of this building as we brought concrete in to undergird all of the foundations of this building. And what I want to say is this. We are here today because of the faithfulness of people that gave in to offerings in order to make that happen. And actually, you today are sat on a chair that somebody invested in only a matter of two or three years ago in order that we could be together. And I think sometimes people get really spiritual about, about things and say we should invest in people, we don't want to give to buildings. But all of us love to be in a place where we're secure and safe, a building where we are able, as the church, to come together and to on a weekly basis, and in fact this is now open 24-7 in many ways, even through prayer and so on. But every day these buildings are being used to help people, to bless the community, and to bless the Lord. I remember years ago when a prophet from America came through and said, I see a day when this building will be used every day of the week. And I remember thinking, wow, it's only open a couple of nights a week for prayer and Bible study and we gather on a Sunday. But if you stick around a little and walk into the prophetic word of God, it's remarkable how the promises of God actually find fulfillment and we are part of that movement forward of generations that believe that actually the best is yet to come. And in a day, and we've heard it in prophetic word today, in a day when there's all kinds of fear around, we want in the center of this city, with the buildings that God has given us here and in other places and the resources that God has given us here, how many know that every Sunday we meet, electricity bills need paying? 
every time we're together, things need doing. And in the uh, Old Testament, whenever there was a rise and a king did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, they always looked at the temple and they wanted to repair it and rebuild it. And we take the words rise and build from the story of Nehemiah, who after years of desolation and the people of God have been in exile, they get this word to go back into Jerusalem and they rebuild the temple. They rebuild the walls of the city and they invest in it. And you know, in times when the vision is low, um, I believe that buildings and properties begin to deteriorate. And you only have to go across Lincolnshire to see that there are certain church buildings that once spoke of the glory of God that are falling apart. And there are chapels in villages across Lincolnshire that uh, used to be open for the glory of God that are now being sold for houses, for people. And uh, we just want to say, with what we believe and who we are, we have an opportunity for this period of time to invest in the kingdom of God and the vision that God has given us. So with that as a backdrop, we, we just want to share a little bit more of the vision. You've been given those little red booklets that have been well thought through. There are things we're believing for. Many of these things are physical and practical. They're to do with buildings, to do with equipment, to do with repairing things. But it's also to do with people, resourcing people, and it's to do with planting. And one of the great things we're going to be doing, as you'll hear later, is we're going to be planting another location into the north of the city. So we're thrilled to bits that you're with us today. I pray that you'll open your ears and your spiritual understanding so that together we can really make a difference and we can press forward with the vision that God has given to us. So we're going to share three simple things. I'm going to share the first, and then I'm going to invite Paul and Joy to come and add to the, to the picture. So this is week two of Rise and Build. And the first uh, point that I want to make is this. Our vision needs resourcing. Our vision needs resourcing. Whenever we talk vision, we get lots of claps. Whenever we talk resourcing, it can go quiet. And I believe that the vision and the resourcing of that vision, this is very practical, but we have to combine the two. There are so many people with big dreams and big hopes and big aspirations that actually don't find fulfillment. And it sounds very spiritual, doesn't it, to have a great vision and you declare a great vision. But if you don't walk into that vision, people soon get disillusioned. And so as leaders, we try really carefully to come before God and say, what is it that you want us to do? Where do we need to invest? Where are we going to place our money and move forward in the days that are ahead? And as I was preparing this, I found this little passage of Scripture, which I find is very interesting. It's found in Luke 14 and verse 28. And Jesus, in this little verse, makes it clear that planning and costing is necessary for any vision to become a reality. It's not an unspiritual thing to plan and to get ready and to cost. Luke 14 verse 28 says this. Jesus is speaking. He says this. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? This is really obvious stuff, isn't it? And um, here, I don't know why they wanted to build a tower. Perhaps it was a tower to look over the vineyard. It was some kind of tower that they needed to prosper and to make things, to develop things. But Jesus is saying, if it's a vision to build the tower, it's really wise to do certain things. And I find this fascinating. It says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost. And I want to say to you, if you want to put a new kitchen in the Brayford, if you want to plant a new location, if you want to do something in terms of changing the lighting system or whatever it is, or making the heating more beneficial, those things, I believe, need to be thought through. And so, as leaders, I think we do exactly what this verse says. The first thing is, 
we sit down. We sit down and we discuss and we share and we get some information. And I believe that corporately we get some wisdom about the days that are ahead and we sit down and we plan. And we say, what are the priorities that we need to face in the year ahead? What do we need to invest in and what can wait into the future? So the first thing we do is we sit down. The second thing we do that Jesus talks about here is we estimate. We estimate. We look at budgets. We look at the financial planning. And actually, we've got a great team. I want you to know this. We've got a great team behind the scenes that are really good at this kind of stuff. Estimating, asking questions, finding out best policy. These are the things that we give ourselves to. And so Jesus says, if you're going to build a tower, you've got to sit down, think about it, estimate it, put your budgets together, and then see if you have enough money to complete it. Now, this is a tricky one, isn't it? Because this is where faith comes into play. Because when we look at the big things that we need to do, we sit down and we say, what do we need? And we agree. We then budget it and say, can we afford it? And it's then that we have to say, I believe within our church we have the corporate faith to believe for these things this year. And that's how we do it. And so in a few minutes, you're going to be hearing of the things that we're budgeting for or aiming for. But all of these things will really rely on whether today in our corporate giving, we're able to meet those estimations so that we can move forward with everything that we have planned. So this is what we do at leadership level. We sit down, we estimate, and then thirdly, we trust God. And... I've been doing this for some years. I want to declare the faithfulness of God through the years when we've put some pretty big demands out and we've always, with God's help, walked into them. Sometimes we've had to delay a bit. In fact, in the uh, uh, rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem, there was a season of delay in there. And sometimes we have to delay things. We have to think again. But I, I'm here to say that I believe we've sought to faithfully steward all the money and the giving and the pledging that has come in through the years, and we sit in this place, which is, I believe, a testimony of your generosity and of the goodness of God. And so our vision needs resourcing. And as we go through that vision, I believe that God will, as he did in the days of Nehemiah, Touch our hearts so that there will be willing people, so that we will take charge, as they say today on our watch, as we move into uh, all that God wants for us and for this city. In times of vision, resourcing gets done. And I put it to you that we want to do an excellent job and we need you, your support, your energy, your passion, and your love in order to accomplish that. So the first thing is our vision needs resourcing. I'm going to hand on to Paul for a minute or two. Second thing is this, our record needs reporting. Our record needs reporting. So I think this morning it's very important that you hear what we've done last year, right across the locations as well. Never forget that we're, we're, when we try to do something, we're doing it now over seven locations, and sometimes here we don't always connect with that. So Paul's going to give some record of what has been achieved uh, since last year's offering, and we're grateful for that. So over to you for a while. Brilliant. Thank you, Stuart. Really appreciate that. Um, so... If you should have one of these um, with you, so give me a wave because I want you to turn to um, a couple of pages inside of this for us to have a look. If you turn a couple of pages through, you will find a page that's entitled 2019 We Celebrate. 2019 We Celebrate. And I just want to take us through those things that we're celebrating, the things that we've done in the last year because of um, the giving, the faithful generosity and faithful giving of each of us here. You know, there are multiple ministries serving the city, serving church, serving the nation and the world that come out of the work that we do together. And we have to put that uh, in our mindset and thinking that out of this place, out of these buildings, comes multiple ministries that serve the world. And it's just absolutely wonderful. That's the intention. That's the purpose. 
So I want to take a story. Has everyone got that? Give me a wave if you've um, found that page. Okay, great. A few brochures going up. Great. So you can follow with me. So one of the things we did this year was we um, replaced the stage lighting which is lighting uh, me up now. Um, the system that was in was over 30 years old. Um, the wiring um, wasn't very good, shall we say. It became a little bit broken down. But also the bulbs that were in there were around 18 pounds each and continually blue. And um, each time, I don't know if you've ever seen these um, rigs come down, it takes about, how long, Howard? 30 minutes, 20 minutes? 20, 20, 30 minutes with this chain to kind of move these things down. So um, each time, and it got to the point where Almost weekly or every other week, bulbs needed replacing because they were blowing, because the charge going through them was heating them up at the wrong level. And uh, because of the age, we just thought we've got to do something about this. It isn't steward in the finance to keep buying bulbs that keep exploding. And um, so we just thought that just needs to do. So they're now um, LEDs. So that's one of the things that we did um, this year. We continued to pay for the PA um, loan. A few years ago, we took out a loan to replace uh, much of the PA you can see the new speakers, those type of things, um, that were replaced a few years ago. Um, we actually um, finished paying that off this August, um, so we're really excited that that work's done, and then will be paid for in August. This year, just gone, we made our final payments to um, the Loggia area out the front, and um, we um, got that work done with a small loan, and that's been paid off. Um, middle of last year. We've continued to um, decorate and refurbish through the building and um, you can see the stairs is, um, up to the Brayford has recently um, been done but we've continued to do the corridors and rooms downstairs as they've needed doing and we had a whole load of things building maintenance wise that have just needed fixing um, and um, maintaining really and um, some of that has been a little bit frustrating because we've wanted to get to the work of the Brayford suite which we've talked about Work now has begun um, in there. If you go up there, you can see the kitchen um, has been ripped out. The um, service hatch area that was there when you first go into the Brayford has now been completely removed as work has begun. We've set aside um, some money from 2019's Rise and Build towards that to begin that work, and our offering today will go towards um, completing that work as we want to see that whole Brayford suite renovated and restored. Again, that's a good 25, 30 years ago since that was last um, done. We want to do a whole load of stuff um, there, in there. So that's what we've done. We've done a whole load of those things. Some of those things have been a bit frustrating when you look at um, kind of um, boilers and leaks and other stuff that just need maintaining and um, repairing and fixing uh, when we want to get a bit more to this sense of pushing out. Um, but those things have been so helpful for us to continue meeting and gathering together. So that's for us for 2019. I want us to also look a bit broader because I want us to recognize and see that actually we're part of a bigger picture of what God is doing. So into Highcombe. Um, Highcombe um, have been continuing to raise finance through Rise and Build for their building project. I would be highly surprised if anybody here hasn't heard Dan talk about uh, the building that um, Highcombe um, are going for. And um, so they're continually raising money year on year um, for a building in Highcombe. Um, their Rise and Build goes towards rental costs when they do alpha courses, when they do events. They hire um, places, coffee shops, buildings for those events to take place. So Rise and Build covers some of those things, and it's covered some PA costs for them as well. For Newark, um, they moved school um, in the last year. Um, they were meeting at a Baptist church, and then they moved to um, Magnus um, School in um, Newark, and Rise and Build was able to fund um, some of that for them and some new staging for them as they did that, as they worked into that um, to make that great. In Grantham, we're, um, mortgage payments towards the um, mortgage that they have on the building for the phase one renovations that took place um, a few years ago when they took on that building. Um, and they're continuing to see and have a vision to see that building um, renovated and refurbished so that the whole thing can be used um, brilliantly. We also see in Scunthorpe um, PA costs. They've um, used their Rise and Build um, funding for that. And Wyndham have done the same equipment and PA costs so that as they gather, people can be heard, the gospel can be preached, and people can be saved. And then there's two other things, two other areas that you can see there. Gainsborough, which we're going to come on to in a moment, and the Alive Academy, um, which are funded um, through all locations, um, giving to a group pot, which is able then to um, fund extra stuff, that'll be going towards um, Lincoln North, Gainsborough and Academy this year. 
And um, we're super, super excited by the, the academy. We've got nine students on that. And just seeing them come to life, you'll know many of them um, here, um, based at the location, um, who are involved in all sorts of projects. But seeing them understand who they are, come to life in what God is doing in and through their lives, be positioned uh, with leadership and purpose on their lives, it's just absolutely wonderful. And um, Gainsborough. John and Judy, we um, celebrate and love what is taking place. It feels remarkable, doesn't it, that actually it's only six, seven months ago um, in September that the Gainsborough location was launched. And um, we celebrate what God um, is doing there. And that was launched within this Rise and Build, and so um, a lot of that Rise and Build funding went to um, support these guys as they launched that. We're going to watch a video now, um, which is going to give us um, an update, um, and then Joy's going to jump up and um, give us... Point three. So um, let's turn our attention to the screens and um, see an update from John and Judy. On the 8th of September 2019 saw the planting of Alive Church's new location into Gainsborough. On behalf of everybody in the Gainsborough location, we would like to thank everybody for their generosity last year with regard to the rise and build that made all of this possible. As a result of this, we were able to run our We Love Gainsborough campaign. We also were able to connect with the community and as a result have seen a number of families come through to the location. Thank you for your generosity because it enabled us to hire the Town Hall, which is in the centre of the marketplace. We feel that this is strategically placed for purpose. Since September, we've been developing relationships with the other churches in the town. A few weeks ago, we had our first Churches Together meeting, where we all met together in the Methodist Church to celebrate everything that is good about Gainsborough. We're really excited by the stories that are coming out of Gainsborough. One young lady in particular joined us at the very beginning at our launch service. She was extremely shy and reserved and wouldn't look at us. Now, when we see her, she's out evangelising in the streets and she's been bringing her friends along to the location. It's fabulous to see what's happening. Alive Gainsborough continues to grow. We've seen salvation. We also have had four baptisms. This is so exciting to see what is happening with the people here in the town and what God is continually doing in preparing the people. Rise and Build is a fantastic opportunity for you to get behind supporting the planting of Alive Lincoln North. We as a location were so excited when we heard the news and we're looking forward to sewing into this this time. Yeah. And we will be uh, continuing to support for year two of Gainsborough. Let's just hear it again, because this is a great story. Let's thank uh, John and Judy. So, our vision needs resourcing, our record needs reporting, and then thirdly, our investment needs celebrating. So, I'm going to ask Joy to come and share where we're aiming to go and what we're going to be giving to as we move forward. We're actually thanking God for stories. You remember uh, last time these little pebbles which represented the memorials, the remembrances, the stories of, of all that God is doing among us. So we're going to celebrate that. So give us some stories and then in a minute or two, Howard's going to come on to the practical. Thanks. Thank you, Stuart. Yeah, last week, like Stuart said, we talked about the uh, kings and the building of the temple, didn't we? Making a monument that would establish something that would last for generations uh, to display the glory of God. And we each got a pebble uh, to take home, to put in our pockets, to ask God, uh, what's our story? As the Bible describes us as living stones, uh, what uh, story are we leaving behind in Lincoln in 2020, uh, building a monument uh, so that people can see the goodness of what God's done? And so I want to tell you a little bit about some of the stones that we've laid in uh, Lincoln and across the nation through Alive uh, this year. 1,134 people have attended Alive across all locations on average uh, every week, uh, with 1,110 guest visitors and new people throughout the year. 156 decisions were made during Sunday services to follow Jesus across the whole of Alive, and 55 
baptisms in 2019. I think uh, there's some statistics worth celebrating, and it's amazing that we're on the journey together. Let's thank God for what he's done. So there's some stones that have been laid uh, across uh, our region, our nation, as the church has gathered. Uh, and here's some stones that we have laid in Lincoln. Uh, in Lincoln, uh, we've had on average attendance on a Sunday across all three services, about 581 people. That's up by 3% on the year before. Uh, we baptized 19 people last year. Uh, we saw seven uh, uh, so five babies dedicated, and we had 97 people uh, decide to follow Jesus and to start their journey uh, with him. Yeah, I think that's great. Some of the uh, celebration stories just worth mentioning. We've uh, talked about Christmas before, but we had an amazing time at Christmas. And every person that came through the door is an opportunity. Uh, God says uh, that he sees them and he made them in his image. And so we are so grateful to be able to host people uh, from the city. And so uh, at Christmas, we sold uh, 1,450 tickets uh, to our Christmas Spectacular with over 100 volunteers uh, for every performance. And then we invited people into Alpha. And uh, we've just finished in, or just finished the Alpha course. Uh, 22 people uh, were on this uh, Alpha course, and we're just about to start a new Alpha course f uh, in April uh, with um, Acts and on a Thursday through our Restore Connect group. Uh, 71 people have completed Freedom in Christ over the last four courses. And I want to dig in just really quickly into what the stories are behind these rocks and these numbers uh, that we've um, described. If you were in the 11.30 service a few weeks ago when we did baptisms, you'll have met or heard the story of Kirsty. And if you weren't, I just want to share Kirsty's story. Uh, Kirsty uh, came to church after being at the cathedral in July. She went on the anniversary of her uh, husband's, um, the scattering of her husband's ashes. And every year she would go up to the cathedral and uh, just sit quietly and think about, uh, remember her husband. And Nick Elliott, our youth pastor, uh, was up there and he just spotted her and went over to talk to her, just take a bit of a risk and just said, hi, I'm Nick, uh, you look a bit sad, uh, are you okay? And um, she told him the story about her husband. And uh, Nick just said, can I pray for you? Um, they prayed together, or Nick prayed for her. And then he invited her to church. She came the next week and uh, started a journey of following Jesus. She got baptized a few weeks ago. And uh, she brought her partner uh, to her baptism, who wasn't a Christian. And he decided to follow Jesus that day. And they're getting married in the summer. That's just one story of Nick uh, laying his stone down and inviting Kirsty into that story. I just think it's incredible. A few weeks ago, we met um, a man called Alex who came to the front uh, with long-standing back pain after a uh, back injury. And we prayed for him following Howard's message on physical wholeness. And he went to Alpha the next day uh, saying that his pain had completely gone and his movement was full. I just think that's absolutely brilliant. It's another story of a rock describing the goodness of God. Uh, Wendy's been coming to church for a while. She's got a, a degenerative brain condition uh, that meant that she had to leave work. Um, it, uh, the, the condition means that she's at risk of bleeding on the brain uh, because of weak blood vessels. And so she's got lots of areas around her brain that have been marked. And... Um, the prognosis that is that that's set to get worse over time. Uh, but after prayer at Alpha and uh, on Sundays, Wendy's most recent scan showed a few areas that were marked has been reduced. And so we're believing that. Uh, what the doctors say are degenerative, we believe, is regenerative. And that God is making new things. And then... Uh, uh, we also, as we gather together, uh, we gather believing that each one of us, as a living stone, as we get sent back and scattered into society, we bring uh, transformation to people's lives. And I just want to tell a quick story of uh, Dave Pennington and some work that he's been doing. Dave works for the County Council, and um, uh, he's been leading... Um, a uh, project, I've just got the details somewhere here, so don't forget them. Uh, it's called the Blue Light Project at South Park, and it's the first in the country for ambulance, fire, and police to come into um, a joint uh, custody and um, 
administration suite. Uh, no other facility exists like this in the country. Uh, Dave said it was a massive team effort uh, made up of seven different organizations across the private and public sector. Uh, but that he was the project director. They pulled off the project so well that the government have recognized them as an outstanding example and they've won an award. There's nothing like this in the country so far. And you know, as we pray, we believe that Jesus does good stuff through his people to put our city on the map. Yeah, let's, uh, let's celebrate what Dave's done. I think that's amazing. And I could go on. There's countless stories of as we gather and then we scatter, we see the good news of what God is doing in our lives, both in this building and in our city. Uh, through Food Bank, we supported 4,665 people, 4,665 stones uh, that have been given food last year who would otherwise have gone hungry. Uh, we delivered 420 items of furniture to uh, 115 homes. Uh, 133 people, 133 stones or people from 41 different nations uh, were helped through English classes uh, last year in this building. And uh, I love that as the body of Christ serves and finds unique possibilities, unique gifting uh, to apply themselves to, we lay stones as a monument in our city to celebrate the good news of what God is doing. 94% of the 106 women that come to Butterflies last year said they feel loads more connected with other people since they've been coming. And Jess and Tracy, who we met at Make a Difference Sunday, are getting baptised on Easter Sunday. They came through Butterflies. Uh, first of all, just to come and experience the friendship. Then they became helpers. Now they've found Jesus and they're coming to church. And lastly... Uh, when we uh, did our baptisms a few weeks ago, Lucy was baptised in our 6.30 service. Lucy came to Alive last year when she was 17, after an 18-month hospital admission, struggling with significant mental health challenges. Lucy asked Jesus to walk with her, and instead of praying to God to ask him to end her life, she asked Jesus to help him guide her life and her story as she uh, dis described it at her baptism was one of joy and hope as she's been on a journey uh, Lucy's stone placed here but only because of the stones or the lives of the people in this church family who've poured their life out invested into Lucy and her family in a sacrificial way that no one else would really ever know about and we just want to say thank you so much for partnering with Jesus following him and giving your life to leave an imprint on this city. I can't wait to see what happens next year. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you must remember that when we give figures out, we give average attendance. And, you know, every time we gather, there are perhaps 20% of our of our congregation are not able to be with us. So everything we are reporting is just really, really great news. And we're grateful to God. And um, I'd like us just to reflect. We're going to watch one video, which is to do with the planting into the north. Then Howard's going to talk about where we're going to invest in the future. But just a simple comment, and it's this. We can talk about all the vision, all the stuff we're going to do. We could talk about all the people that we're connecting with and all of those things. And I hope that that's enough to warrant you saying, I want to give and I want to invest. But actually, there's a bigger thing uh, that undergirds it all. In, in a sense, what we're asking for today is just an expression of worship to God, to thank him for his goodness and kindness and Thank him that he gives us um, permission to live on his earth and to breathe his air. And we're grateful and we're thankful for everything that he's doing among us. And so as we bring our gifts and as we make our pledges, we do so uh, honoring God and worshipping his holy name. In fact, we'll just pray a prayer together. It may well be that there's somebody in this place that's not yet a follower of Jesus and we want to give every time we gather just an opportunity for people to find him and to start that journey. Let's just read this prayer together, shall we? Thank you, God, for loving me before I ever loved you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for me. Thank you that I can get connected to you now 
because you are alive today. I admit that I have lived my life without you and have messed up. I ask for your total forgiveness and I commit myself to you. Help me to submit my life to your teaching and direction from now on. I receive you into my life and ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's just close our eyes. Is there anyone that is saying, you know, I've been coming here, I've been looking into these things, and, and today I just want to make this clear in my own life. I want to commit my life and my future to Jesus. And you've prayed that prayer sincerely in your heart. And if that's you, I'd love to give you an opportunity right now just to express that. We'd love to put a booklet into your hands. So if you've prayed that prayer for the first time this morning, I wonder if you'd just slip your hand up until we see it and we'll get a booklet into your hand, which will just be a little guide to help you know what to do next in your life. Is there anyone at all? You've prayed that prayer. You're on a journey to faith. And this morning you're saying, I want to be right with God. Anyone? Thank you so much. We are available. There are people at the back that you can talk to, etc. Let's just watch this short video of what we intend to do as we go into the north of our city in September. And then Howard will come. In January 2020, at our vision series, we're delighted to be announcing that we're launching a new location here in Lincoln North. Plans are underway and we're delighted to have gathered loads of people for an information night. Location Forum has been formed and we're delighted to confirm that we've booked BG as a venue, launching in September 2020. As a team, we have been dreaming and planning about the new location in the north of the city. We're so excited that we're going to be able to run an alpha course, family fun days on the local estates and other events that are going to bless the north of the city. Thank you so much for giving into the Rise and Build. Your generosity will make a massive difference in many people's lives. Thank you. Wonderful. Wonderful. So this year, our first priority as a church in terms of what we are giving to is the planting of our new location into Lincoln North and our support of our location into Gainsborough for its second year and also a portion of money that we're going to put towards the academy to continue the work that we're doing through that. And the, the finance that we need to do that across the whole of Alive equates to £30,000. £15,000 of that will go towards our planting into uh, Lincoln North. £10,000 will go towards the second year of our location in Gainsborough. And £5,000 will be allocated to Alive Academy. So the £30,000 that we collect and we receive to make that happen comes from all locations. So today at Alive Lincoln, as we give here, we will contribute of that 30,000, about 15,000 pounds from this location. Other locations will contribute other amounts towards that. And we work that out simply by the amount of people attending as a percentage of that 30,000 pounds. So there's about 50% of a live church that attend Alive Lincoln. So therefore we attribute a 50% of that 30,000 pounds. So as we give in this place today, the first portion of that money will be allocated to what we as one church are doing in this city, in Gainsborough, and in Academy as we move forward across the next 12 months. Everything above and beyond that £15,000 that we give today across um, Alive Lincoln in this location will be allocated to works in this building, allowing us as the people of God in this place to do all that God has called us to. And this year we're going to allocate the money in a number of ways. The first way we're allocating the money is to clear off the final payment on the PA loan in this uh, particular room. Now, three years ago, we did that on a 0% finance deal, so we felt that that was good stewardship, no additional finance going on to interest or anything like that, and we're able to pay this off in the next few months, which I think has been a great investment and has allowed us to steward with good cash flow to allow us to do a great project um, in this particular room. 
That's the first thing that we'll be doing this year. The second thing we're going to do is we're going to allocate finance now to the refurbishment of the Brayford Suite. Now, as Paul has said earlier, the Brayford Suite has not been really refurbished or retouched for probably 25 to 30 years. Had a new carpet and one or two other small bits in there, but not really a good scheme of work to get that up to uh, where we'd love it to be. The reason why we want to uh, refurbish and do some work in the Brayford Suite is because we want to extend the use of this building and we want to use our um, value of excellence wherever we are to bless both the church but also to bless the local community that this building serves. We want to launch in September a chapel service and we're going to launch that in the Brayford Suite. So we're going to need to have a number of things in that room in order to facilitate that service. We want that service to be the best it can possibly be and therefore we want to enable a great service by some great um, introduction of technology in there, the ability to put a small band in there for that chapel service, the ability for us to be able to host and hold a proper church service in that particular venue. We also run brilliant children's work up there on a weekly basis. Right now up there we'll have above and beyond 60 to 70 children in that space. We want to do a better job of how we host those children in that space. We want to give them better resources and a better facility. We also do a number of children's groups across the course of the week. Toddle in, chatterbox on Wednesdays and Thursday mornings. We want to be able to host those really well. But we also do a number of things in that room that host the city. We run butterflies in that room. We want to um, put an investment into that room to host butterflies better than we're able to do at the moment. We want to position that room for other things across the course of the week as well. We want things like um, to be able to bless those that come and use our building for conference facilities. We want those to be able to use that room in the best way that they possibly can. We also want to do a huge piece of work on that kitchen. If you've ever used the kitchen over the last few um, years, you'll realise that it's not a very nice place to work in. We want it to be a brilliant place to work in. We want catering and excellence of catering to be part of our ethos and culture here. So we want a great kitchen. Just a couple of things just to say. One thing we're going to do is we're going to change the flow into the Brayford Suite. We're actually going to create a little lobby area. So where the double doors are into the Brayford Suite at the moment, we're going to move those to where the end of the kitchen is. We're going to put a wall up there so the Brayford Suite will feel like a separate room to the kitchen, which will mean that if you ever use the kitchen, you'll be able to do it without walking in on anyone in the Brayford Suite. There'll be a door that goes into the kitchen, be a separate space. We think that's just a good idea, and we want to be able to do that. So as you walk in, there'll be a little lobby area, then the doors will be a bit further in, and you'll be able to access and use that kitchen without disturbing anyone in the Brayford Suite. Work's already started on the kitchen, and we've got a plan to see that completed in the next few weeks. With a plan then to get the rest of the work in the Brayford Suite done and completed in time for the launch of our chapel service in September this year. A couple of other things that our investment will go to. You might have realized over the last few months, we've had a few dropouts on these microphones that our presenters use. Sometimes if you sat in the balcony, you miss words, those sort of things. That's to do with the technology of these microphones. And we want to replace the uh, microphones that our presenters use and our preachers use uh, in order that we never miss a word of the spoken word in this place. We want to put uh, some money towards that. We also, as Paul said, want to reinvest in some of our other rooms. We want all our rooms to be the best that they can possibly be in this building. So how are we going to achieve that as one body in this place? Well, today we've set a target of £75,000 for this location. Now, that's an increase on where we were at last year. We set a target last year of £70,000. We believe with, in faith that we can see and reach and go above and beyond our target in this location this year. So how are we going to do it? Well, we can do it in a number of ways. I want to thank a number of you today who have come prepared to give in to an offering right now. Perhaps you've come prepared with a cash gift or a check gift. Perhaps you've come prepared and be able to give on your card this morning. We want to be able to facilitate that for you this morning. Would you, if you have come prepared to do that, pick up one of our envelopes, one of our white envelopes, and from that envelope, would you write on the front of that Rise and Build 
and then inside that, would you put your gift today into that, and would you make sure that you've also ticked one of those um, gift aid boxes uh, on the forms, be able to make sure that that's in there as well, so that we can steward your gift really well. If you've come prepared today to give a one-off offering today, use a second envelope, write Rise and Build on the front, write the LinkedIn location on there as well, and make sure we tick a gift aid box as well. However, for many of us, we've began to understand that there's a wonderful thing called a pledge that is, is incredibly powerful. This enables many of us in this place to perhaps give more across the course of the next 12 months than we could do right now. So, for example, Claire and I, we give by a pledge. We're not able to give a, a large amount today, but across the course of the year, by God's help, we believe we could give something that is significant. And the way we're going to do it is we're going to continue a standing order, and we're going to allow something each month to come from our bank account into Rise and Build, and that will be our pledge across 12 months into this particular offering. If today you have already got a standing order, or if you'd like to set up a standing order, or if you'd like to amend a standing order to rise and build, you need to use the red form that is on your chair. In a couple of moments' time, there will be a little video from Glenn and I just explaining how to fill that in, and uh, we'll go through that. However, if you're not somebody who deals with standing orders and electronically, but you want to continue, amend, or start a, a pledge, but you want to do that via cash or check, You'll need to use the blue form to do that, please. And um, what my suggestion is today, in a couple of minutes' time, we've got to watch a video. Glenn and I will explain how to fill those forms in, and then we're going to take a few minutes. We'll put some music on. We're going to fill the forms in, and we're going to receive an offering in this place. Just the final thing from myself. For those of you who bank electronically, you'll perhaps realize that you've got two or three standing orders that come out of your account. You perhaps have one set up for your tithes and offerings. You'll perhaps have one set up for your Make a Difference. And you'll perhaps have one set up for Rise and Build. We often get uh, a few people come to us following our giving moments like this, a little bit confused as to which one they're thinking about. So today, if you're not quite sure what standing orders you've got set up, first thing I could suggest, if you've got um, electronic banking on your phone, check that. It will say the various bank account numbers, and you can check against the bank account number on the particular forms as to whether you've already got one set up. And if you haven't, please feel free to come and speak to Glenn or myself or um, to um, Gemma here as one of our uh, administrators at this location. And we'd love to help you understand what's already set up and how we can help you um, to set one up or amend what you have currently got. So briefly, again, if you want to give a cash or check offering today, please place that into the envelope. Then please use the blue form. I didn't say that earlier, but please use the blue form to indicate on that and then fold that over and put that into the envelope with your offering. If you want to give by card this morning, you can do that exactly the same way. Take the blue form to the card machine at the back and uh, you can give by card, fill that in, put it into an envelope with the receipt from the card machine and that'll be an incredible way for you to give today. Secondly, if you want to give a standing order, amend or set one up, use the red form. And if you want to give a monthly pledge by cash or check, use the blue form for that. And um, we're going to watch a quick video to show us how to fill those forms in. Then we're going to spend a few moments filling the forms in and receiving our offering. Thanks, uh, Tom. Hi, Alive. We want to give you some information about how easy it is to set up a pledge for this coming year. Here at Alive, we believe that the pledge is a great way for you to give above and beyond what you might be able to give right now. For example, if you are able to give £20 per month for the next 12 months across the course of the year, you'll actually be able to give £240. On your chair, you'll notice that you've got a red and a blue pledge form. The red pledge form is in order for you to set up, continue or amend a standing order. First and foremost, please tick the gift aid declaration if you're a UK taxpayer. Then tick one of the boxes to indicate whether you're continuing, amending or creating a new standing order. Then fill in the remainder of the details on part A. Following that, fill in part B. Part B will be used for you to take to your bank to set up a standing order or for you to have the necessary information to complete a standing order using your online banking. When you've filled in both parts A and B, 
turn the form back over. Fill in and complete the two boxes on the front page of the form. Then tear the form in half. Put part A into the offering and take part B with you in order to set up your standing order today or sometime later this week. If you'd like to give by cash, check or a one-off gift, please use the blue form. On the back of the form, if you are a UK tax payer, then please tick the gift aid declaration. Then please tick the boxes to indicate how you would like to give today, either bank transfer, check, cash or a card gift. For all donations, please complete the remainder of the details on the form, including your full name, address, and your live location details. If you'd like to give a one-off bank gift, then please use the bank details on the back of the form. And finally, please can you write on the front of the form the total amount you're pledging to give this year. To help you today with your pledge, the host team will have additional forms and pens for you to fill out your forms with. Also, if you get a bit stuck, the Connect area will help you fill the forms in and help you with your pledge. Thank you so much for your generosity. We're in for a great year. Just want to say on behalf of the leadership here and we stood together because this really is a team thing. Everything we do is based on teams and faithfulness and of course a lot of volunteers as well who make what we do possible. And so we're very grateful for that. And we're grateful for everyone here that has invested in the year ahead. We're grateful and thankful. And also, if you've not been able to follow that through and you need a bit of help, there are card machines that will be available straight after, and there are people that can help you fill in anything that you need. One more. Okay, we'll pray, and uh, there's one more basket that's going to join us, and we pray for it as it makes its way down from the balcony. Th thank you so much for being with us. She's actually running. It's like the Olympic flame. <laughs> thank you. It was worth waiting for. Praise the Lord. Okay, so if we gather round, shall we, and if you want to put some hands on this, because it is really true, isn't it, that when we bring what we have to Jesus uh, and we give thanks to the Father, in a sense this gets broken and it gets given, and it gets given into need. And whenever God takes charge of, of something we bring to him, it always multiplies and goes far beyond anything in the natural that could happen. And so, Father, we thank you for your people's faithfulness today. We pray, Lord, that we'll meet all of our targets across all of our locations. And we pray that in the year ahead, we will walk into everything that you have purposed for us in order that the good news of Jesus will get out through our city and through our region in the name of Jesus Christ. And we speak blessing, the blessing of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit on us all in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. 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 Thank you so much.